Mediocre Hobbies Podcast. Painting Indomitus just before Leviathan. Follow us online. Andy is at youtube.com forward slash mediocre hobbies. Tom is at tomlandy.com. Hello guys, welcome back to another episode of the Mediocre Hobbies podcast. Myself and Mr. Landy are of course sitting here talking nonsense and this time we're going to be focusing on Leviathan, on my crazy Leviathan challenge, talking about some points and some other gribbly bits and generally just trying to decide how to proceed with new 40k. Would you say that's a fair assessment? Yeah, I think it's a uh, uh, meandering chat. I'll put, I'll move bits around so it makes more sense, but yeah, good <laughs> overall chat, I think. New 40k <laughs> points. How good are Wraith Knights? Apparently they're ridiculous, but I won't know that until we record the rest of this podcast that we already recorded. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm grand. I'm not I'm not doing this. What's that? Leviathan. How are oh, you doing? That's old news. What are you talking about? I've been doing that yeah. for a week, so <laughs> oh well. Something else that's been going on for weeks, but I just got him. Couldn't put his hat on. I prefer the helmet head, but I wanted the banner as well, so I couldn't put it on. It's a shame. Yeah, I don't like them with both. No, doesn't make sense. Does not make sense. Oh, on my video asking people if I should cut off the banner, and everyone I was expecting people to agree with me, and everyone's like, "No, leave it on." I'm like, "Damn." <laughs> yeah, I almost cut the banner off, and then I didn't. Uh, then I was like, I had the helmet in my hand, ready to stick it in, and I was like, "Can you use the other head? Can't do it. Can't do it." I just really think I really think it would have been better with the watcher holding the banner. Oh, and then the yeah. How cool sat, that sat on his shoulder. So Leviathan week. I've set up Leviathan, as you can see. Yeah, it looks beautiful. Beautiful. What I, what I could be bothered to build so far. Um, have you started with the Tyranid, or have you built all the Marines already? No. So I assume you've seen my Instagram. So what I did was I built anything that I thought was interesting. And that I had questions about. So this guy, I had questions about him because is he really as big as I as a a redemptor dreadnought? The answer is yes. Moon's boring, Termagants are boring. Like they're phenomenal models, but who cares, right? They'll be around for the rest of our lives. So I, I'll get to them next week or whenever. But I wanted to build the the, the brain bug. I wanted to build this guy because he's huge. Like he's, page, he's unbelievable. yeah, unbelievable model. <laughs> Because the obvious like counterpoint to this is the Chaos Spider, which yeah. is on a much smaller base. On and... a 100 millimeter round base, yeah. Yeah. So, so definitely a much bigger base. Much, much bigger. Um, so stuff like that, really. I wanted to kind of build and play with stuff and see what it was like. And I wanted to put, you know, this guy, I, he's not even the first one you're supposed to build, but he is the poster boy Terminator, right? So I wanted to build him, put him stood next to things. Which I did. It's great. It's cool. Um, but yeah, the rest of the box is holding up my mixing desk at the moment, actually. Uh, 
<laughs> you know um so uh two days for Terranids. two days yeah it's supposed to be one but it was two I was even fooling myself after the first day. Like I was like, "Yeah, it should only take me up to a bit of lunchtime tomorrow to get them." No, and I it's, think it's partially my fault. Some like some of my stages are. Teams. Oh no, no, it's it's all your fault. And I think yeah. the thing that you have underestimated is how much time you save with texture basing, because that on your video from last night was a real. Because these these guys are sanded and then washed, it. I'll never painted. Do it again. And then two layers, and it's like that's just old school, right? That's just the old way yeah, to do it. And, it's horrible. I'm yeah, like, I don't enjoy it anymore. I used to really like it. I was a real like stickler for when texture paste first came on. I was like, no, I'm gonna stick with speedy glue and sand. I prefer it. Yeah. And now I just can't go back. I will go back for all the other tiernids that will be released this year to match that force. But I'll never start a new army. But like sand. <laughs> yep. No. And I did a I did a Instagram thing yesterday. I love. Do I have it handy? Oh Christ! Hold on one second. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great shot. Please leave that in. That <laughs> might be might be the intro. I love doing weird ones at the intro. Coffee cup holders. I saw I saw something about this. I love using it as texture. And so when Wait, you... was was it your post that I seen? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even Right. Just tiny segue to this, right? Yes, tiny, please. tiny segue. I have often thought sure. that hobbyists should always watermark their photos. Yeah, good idea. Yeah. Because it's a whole thing of like, you scroll by so fast, so many cool things, and you don't forget, to, like, if I knew that um, was yours, how many things have I not attributed to people that I know or really like? Yeah. Because I just, I didn't know that. It's, re it's a really cool idea. I love it. I did this originally. I'll, I'll superimpose images in the in the, in, in the video for my Chaos Knights because I wanted something as base texture, but I, for, for, I don't know what it was. I couldn't get cork at the time. I, I was used to you know the kind of old school standard two pieces of cork, and that was that that was the base. So I couldn't find cork anywhere that wasn't ridiculously expensive, and the closest I could get was. These large, like almost A4 sheets, but they're too thick and they're too yeah, much yeah. messing. I use them to spray on now, uh, like they're my, one of my favorite hobby tools, actually, is just a. Right for dry brushing. Yeah. 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 I've got a pack of them. I can see one, two, four of them in this room. So, right. So they're in use all the time. And I was like, well, what do I need? I need something because I use the Vallejo. Oh, here it is. There's so little of me on camera for this. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so I love this stuff, right? It's the same as you use uh, AK, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So exactly the same kind of stuff. It's yeah. just paste. I have some of the yeah. stuff as well. So. Love it. But yeah, it's, great. it's great stuff, it really is. reason I bought it is because I'm cheap and um, it's 200 mil for, 
think it's a tenner versus like what's games workshops 12 15 20 mil for eight quid something like that yeah it's ridiculous ridiculous. so like i understand why it costs that much their stuff is really good and this is a a better product i think um haven't used the ak stuff but i think it's pretty much the same so i won't i know everyone who loves it who uses it loves it and i wanted to find a way to make bases so i was like cardboard's great and I had loads of these like coffee things lying around. And I literally just ripped the corner off one, stuck it down as a piece, and then like filled in the side of it. And I'll like I'll do a 360 on the video here to speak show people, but it is like the most rock-like texture you can get. Cause it just is this because I literally just use my Leviathan to weigh it down. And it just crushes it down. It's almost flat. So when you yeah. like I can take any model I want and just basically plump it straight on top of it. And it works. Yeah. This is not like a driver so good. So this was the one that, well, actually, oh, yes. this was the one that started it. Because I wanted, because these guys, I don't know if you've built many knights. Yeah. These guys' legs are solid. So you can't do anything yes. with them, right? No. They are just a, a weird Z shape or whatever. So I needed something flat. So it looks unbelievable. So simple because it's just the texture of cardboard rock. It's great. And then I went a bit mad and I did it on this one. And this is a mix of obviously there's some uh, uh, bark because bark. it's light and I'm, I'm, I'm weak. Um, but the <laughs> this whole back here is all just coffee cup holder with like little bits of stuff stuck underneath it. This... Like you can actually see if you look at the corner of the coffee cup holder, like that's just the triangle of it. Like, um, you don't see that though. That's a really good thing. <clears throat> and then this one. So again, there's some, some bark on. Ooh, get my head. So there's some some bark, but this whole piece here is just coffee cup holder, and it means yeah. you can put things in stupid positions, and you're not paying twelve quid for a base, right? For a few years, I, I was more interested in basing than anything else because I love basing. I love yeah. it, like big fan. Yeah. Um. So I'm right there with you. I think uh, basing. You, did you learn that from somebody, or is that a you invention? That's a me invention. Totally do a little like um picture tutorial on Instagram. You know, it's five slides yeah. of starting off, just show people that's so good. Yeah. Starting with the final results, so people want to know how the hell you did it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did a um. I put it in this video as well. I uh, did a new, well, I'm going to ask you in a second. So I've got Chaos Knights, but obviously before Chaos Knights existed, there were Imperial Knights. So I've got a bunch of these boys. So I've got two of the other weapon variation of this with the Melter Gun and uh, Chainsaw Arm. And now I can take those in 2K because new points. Yep. So that's why I'm doing new bases, right? So I needed two more Knights built. So here I am making bases and I was like, Nobody makes bases like me because this is weird. Like it's a weird yeah. way to make a base. Looks like crap when you see it like this. But I did a 360 at the end of the Instagram thing, and it just looks exactly like I wanted. So yeah, <clears throat> I will do. I'll. Uh, everyone will see that while while we're chatting. But yeah, sure. I think I think basing's interesting. What what's your? Yeah, I assume you've not played any games yet since stuff um, came out how are you feeling about writing and stuff yeah i'm excited still still very excited um remember we talked about you know you wanted to know about points and if armies have gotten bigger or smaller yep what are your thoughts on that so far yep 
Real mix. My dark Eldar seems to be smaller. <laughs> well, my Chaos Knights can take two more knights, uh, two, either two small ones or one big one, basically. Um, and if Auspex Tactics YouTube channel are to be believed, they've won two events and came second at another one this weekend. So I don't know if I should bother building and painting these two Chaos Knights. Uh, <laughs> it's because they're they're tall; they see over everything, right? So you can't hide from them, and yeah. there's lots of lots of good rules. Um, yeah, I'm. I don't know who it was. I don't know if we were talking to someone or I was watching someone else's video, but there definitely seems to be the idea that you can't make things more expensive. That you know you should always give someone a reason to buy something when there's a new edition, which I think makes sense. Um, so I get the feeling the points have gone down overall. Yeah. Um, I've had to I've had to rethink my army. I don't think most people have had to rethink how they play the game. Um it's just really whether they want to play Eldar or not anymore, because Eldar seem really good. Like Yeah, I think I think I do that's one of those like pet peeves that I have with people is like they'll get the raw information and then they'll be like, This is the verdict. I'm like, that's not the verdict, because once you give this thing like three months now, and your opinions will change on everything and what the power because you'll you'll play it in a game and you'll see different combinations and it'll make more sense. People who just take the tiniest piece of information and go, everything is ruined. Like, no, it's not. Yeah. Take a breath. They are really good it. though. Yeah. Rest nights are ridiculous. Like you can just do 36 mortal wounds to something because it's on the board. So, you know, I, you know, whatever. I think that'll be fixed whenever it happens, but um, What's I the don't statistics know. of getting 36 mortal wounds on something? Uh, so you roll 12 dice at the start of the game, and you can substitute those for whatever you want, mm -hmm. basically. And then, I, because it's big Lance thing does D6 mortal wounds, you can just use sixes, and there are a couple of ways to just generate more dice. So, you know, and also the mechanic where as at the start of the game, you roll those 12 dice. If you don't like what you get, you roll 11 dice. If you don't like what you get, you roll 10 dice. And if you don't like what you get, you roll nine dice. So you essentially just keep rolling until you get whatever you want from it, you know, and then kind of go for it. I don't think it's a big deal. No. I think it. I think it could be a real big deal, but if you're playing yeah, if someone that event, four or five sixes at the start of the game, then you're going to be in trouble. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, also Farseers just turn numbers to sixes. Of course they do. They're Farseers. Yeah, sure. So, you know, there's there's a few, there's uh, there's everything in isolation, right? But yeah, I th I do think there's a few units that will be toned down, and a few units that are just still pointless, like the Orc Stomper. 800 points has yeah. has pretty good output but 800 points compared yeah. to anything else like i mean i think that big boy behind you uh oh he's gone is he yeah, he's over there in the leviathan table for recording these two so that big boy the i think he's now 1200 points for a warhound which means you can take a warhound and some units but he went from 2,000 points to 1,200 points. Like yeah. That's the kind of drasticness where they're really... Because like, in realistic in realistic terms, he hasn't interacted with the game very differently to when he did in the last edition, nope. if you know what I mean. So how do you justify an 800-point drop? Because when I first got, got him, he was 750 points. Yeah. 
I'm like, his rules haven't really changed all that much and he went to 2000. I'm like, why are you making him unplayable? Well, what do we know? Are we a week into Leviathan? Yeah. So most people, if they ordered it, would have got it. Saturday. Just yeah, in, in the last five days from when we're recording this. So people have played their first games, blah, 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 whatever. The I'm seeing from the groups I'm in huge vehicle meta. Like vehicles are tough. Vehicles are really hard to beat. Not a lot of units are equipped to take out even a rhino anymore because it's now much higher toughness compared to what it was and everything else. Like a weekend, give it six weeks. We're all going to have dedicated anti anti vehicle things and it's just going to knock it right down. I think the the way I see the results from last weekend's kind of tournaments is that Angron's really good against vehicles because he's massive and he does crazy amount of damage and he does it up close. So if let's say you've got a vehicle, right? Yeah. And it's got 25 wounds or whatever and it's got a 5 up invulnerable at range. Don't fight it at range. Throw Angron at its feet. You know, like, I mean, yeah. I know Angron's not the solution to everything, but it works, right? And if you need to beat something like that, that's how you do it. Um, yeah, I think it's a real mess right now, though. I think, like, because of course there are really strong and really weak things. Um, but the Death Watch issue, which everyone should know about, uh, where you could just do like 46 mortal wounds, um, they fixed it in a week. Like, it was so. I'm expecting if there's anything crazy like that, we will see fixes quick. I guess that's the, the benefit of like the digital points and digital rules. They can't just be like, we changed it. Yeah. Although it. everything that they're selling this week, because they're selling all the physical cards. cards, like they're all wrong now for Death Watch because it has the wrong line. But I mean, I think I'm dumb. I'm still not sure whether I've got the two lines of thinking. Like I, I was, I'll buy all the cards. I'm like, that'll cost me about 400 quid. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not buying all the cards. So I was like, maybe it's like when I plan a battle report or something, I'll order the two sets of cards I need before each battle report. And that that might do. But then, man, everyone is getting these such good results with the like transferring them to a whatever file and printing them out as a photograph. I'm just so I almost I almost ordered some cards this weekend, and then uh, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I made some bases. These bases, oh, cool. Yeah, I know, right? These these bases are. The bases from the Imperial Guard box that came out in November, the well, mortar yeah, teams. Yeah. So I haven't built them yet. And I opened the box to get them out, and I was like, wow, there's loads of plastic in this. Oh, look, I got cards. So I was like, mm, not going to buy any cards until I'm going to use the army. Yeah. Uh, even for stuff like Eldar, don't seem to be anytime soon on the on the release schedule, but I'm still not buying those cards. Like, I'm just going to play my Eldar, do everything digitally, and when I get a codex, I'll buy some stuff. But... Like genuinely, a couple of weeks ago, I keep codexes. I'll always keep codexes. I never actually throw a codex out. Yep. But a couple of weeks ago, I genuinely did, was doing a clear out in my side room. And I opened up a box which had all of this edition or last edition's data cards. Yep. And I literally went down to the green bin. There's yep. a recycling bin. And she went, no, not dealing with these. I'm not keeping them. I'll never open a pack of them. I'll never, like, why? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not pushed to, to buy them. I get the, the FOMO, though. And if yeah. they print enough cards this time, I'll be surprised um but it seems they're not limited are they i mean sure that per city right that wasn't limited um you just don't know right you just don't know until until they tell you there's none left and yeah 
I honestly don't know. They, I don't think they've said that they're limited or not, but we also don't know when we're getting codexes. So, like, between now and Christmas, we'll have Tyranids and we'll have Space Marines. Space Marines. I would assume that those cards will not be limited, but the current run might be because they're indexed. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Right. Yeah. And also, I mean, I was talking to Greg Dan, uh, imperialtruth.com, does a lot of podcasts on Horus Heresy. Every time Warhammer Community does an article, he's like, Yeah, I read the rules and it was different on Warhammer Community, but it was in the printed book. And you're like, you know they don't know everything so if if it's said that doesn't mean it's real which not their fault they're going with what they've got but yeah yeah it's 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 it seems to be a rough department to kind of get info for when your job is press but no one's told you the answer yeah i feel like it's like hurting cats listening to the hero fa- not hero face keep trying to say hero face painting face yes agreed and um yeah, the, the, what he talks about, the departments not talking to each other, and it's it's just madness. Like when they're like, he was talking in the last podcast, he was talking about the idea behind they got rid of the horse heresy rules from. I was like, we well, don't understand it. They're a different department, and yep. like they would be like, right, we're about to put these things out. Have you got the rules for your units yet? And they're like, oh yeah, we'll get them out you now. And you know they don't match. They don't feel the same as our ones. They don't accent. And he was like, what he said was is like they probably all will return to 40k at some stage in the near future but sure. for the, like for the launch it was that they were doing a thousand data sheets if they could suddenly go yeah can i just take away 200 of those data sheets for now because i would just say we're not doing the forward ones yet they will do that and it saves them a whole bunch of effort yep and like then they'll bring out an imperial armor book at some point then it'll make more sense and so i was like oh that, that actually makes lots of sense <laughs> well i mean the reason i was talking to greg was specifically because he told me we were wrong about a bunch of things we said on peachy's podcast so just so you're aware we don't care enough greg thanks though who is he anyway <laughs> good man that's the way to be so <laughs> uh, uh leviathan what what uh talk about the kits because some people won't have them don't have them aren't able to get them anymore so what was the most annoying kit to build? I don't think there was an annoying thing. Let me just go quick. I honestly think they were all kind of okay to build. I didn't have any headache build moments with any of them. So I haven't built them yet, but I think the Gaunts look to be the most annoying just because there's they, like each one is like single body and then three different legs, like the gun arm, the middle leg, and the back leg. It just feels yeah, like, like five it's... pieces. It's like two torsos, head, and then two. It's not bad at all. Feels unnecessary for a gaunt, though. Well, you got to get a tree. I don't know how you would do it otherwise. Like, I mean, they got him in about 12, 13 bits, right? Yeah, but he's, he's open. If his arms were connected to each other, then they'd have to be like, you got to got the two parts. So, really, it's, it's the, the, the body and the head, and then his weapon and arm. So, I don't know if I like. I built twenty of them in one go, and I don't think it took like an hour, an hour and a half. So, um, no, they they weren't bad at all. Nothing was bad to build. I was really impressed at everything I've built. Yeah, I I I can't. Um, I think he's the he might be the worst one. Um, just because he's a little bit fiddlier in one or two ways. Yeah, but he's also one of the single best models I've ever built. Like, yes, it doesn't 100%. make any sense how good he is. He is beautiful, um, beautiful miniature. Like, cannot wait to get him painted up. 
built him wrong. No, you didn't. You built him better. Yes, they did, but it's still wrong. So I'll tell you what happened. I don't know if this happened to you. Um, I was building him correctly, and the I was I'm not building them push fit, but I'm also not cutting the pins off. Um, Just rotating them, yeah. Yeah. So well, no. So what happened was I put built the body and went to put the wings on, and I was very delicate taking them off the sprue and kind of trimming around the you know the pins and stuff. And I pushed the first wing in and then the wing fell off and the pin was still inside. Yes. And so the second one had kind of clung on. So I went and I rummaged and got some super glue. So I was doing this with plastic glue. I never built plastic glue, but I was like, I'm going to do this with plastic glue. I'm going to do my set, see what, see what it's like. And then I came back to it and I picked it up and I went to kind of put the wing on and the second wing fell off. Again, the pin had broken. I don't know what are these weird maybe it was my set maybe this is just like you know on old skeletons there was always like a one single arm that would snap in the middle when you were trying to put them together yeah maybe there's like a weak point on the wing for this guy so anyway what i did was I put him down and left him for a day and then i picked him back up <laughs> and i stuck the wings on and i looked at him and i went he looks completely wrong but i really like it he is um, my least favorite miniature in the box by a country mile. And the way I see his wings now, you know when you're brawly and you're out in the wind and it goes inside out. Uh, I just feel like I feel like his wings are like that, and he's just gonna like you know, thump, and he's gonna be able to take off. But I agree, I like him like this. I think he's much better than the previous way. Um, but yeah, I did build him wrong. So if anyone's building him, watch them pins. Might yeah. just be me. Maybe I'm just clumsy. I'm very new to the hobby. You know, it's yes. only been what? I wish I could go back and swap the arms and the wings around. You, you can just going? use a knife. Oh, no. He's painted now anyway. So. Well, yeah, true. So, yeah, what about the wings on the top? Like, I don't like the wings in the middle. It's just, it just doesn't sit well with me. It's like, it's like, I know it's right, but my brain is like, you did that wrong. Like, no, I didn't. No, you, you did. That's wrong. You did, you did that wrong. Are there any real animals that have wings and four legs or two arms and two legs no just mythical ones right like it's not it's not based on an animal and this is where we have yeah no yeah there's nothing that i can think of no i can't think of two sets of shoulder blades and stuff to make that work (laughs) well yeah i mean that's that's what that's what i think right it's like or have they decided that they're not wings and they're the same as the Space Marine jump pack, where he jumps rather than, you know, gargoyles yeah. actually fly, right? Like, uh, I don't know. Who knows? I'm not. I didn't design him. I would have designed him differently. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Done something better with him because he's not bad. He's just the 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 bad the baddest of the box. Yeah, that's saying something, though, because it's a really good box. Yeah. And he's really good. Yeah. Just, yeah, he's just like the leapers are just so much cooler. <laughs> How oh no, didn't even talk about this. Ooh. How do you feel about set unit sizes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. It's, it makes it easier. It's like Age of Sigmar, and I'm sure there will be the same rules there is in Age of Sigmar in the 40k book, which is the understrength units or whatever. So you can just take nine and pay for ten if you want to do that. Yeah, I was annoyed at the start because I had built the Dark Eldar Force to be my first 40k army, and I had warriors that go into venoms and venoms hold five and six models and i can only take them in tens you can't even take them in fives just tens is the minimal for warrior but then lord ralron mr friend of mine said that i could take the 
I've actually double checked, but I need to reread re the card for the Venom or read the card for the Venom the first time. So he says there's a rule in that, which is units can take two Venoms. Um, That's not bad. So, yeah, I, I think some things are funny. And I think it's the difference between people who make the box sets and people who make the rules. Like the, I know everyone has said it, the Death Guard one is still the funniest. You can take them yeah, in seven. Like five or ten. The box comes in seven. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. But there, it's like if you're writing rules, but literally a thousand rules and every other box set in the game comes in tens. Like that's just what they're like, yeah, it comes in tens, obviously, no sevens. So I was asking on Twitch the other day about my high fleet saying it's now yes. kind of like an official high fleet. Um, not official as in official, official as in like that's what I've named my high fleet. Like it's a thing. And because I put out a video on how to do it, more people are now doing it. I've seen like five or six people being like, I'm doing your thing. I'm like, oh, okay, let's just let's just do that. Um <clears throat> So I haven't I done it, by the way, but your black and yellow high fleet scheme looks excellent. Oh, the Patreon one? Yeah, that was a lot yeah. of fun. That's, that's your Magander, I think, is what it's supposed to be. That so. is sex. Anyway, carry on. So I asked on Twitch stream the other day, um, helping for names, and everyone was throwing out like stupid names, and then some people were trying to have cool names, and so much. And then someone was like, high fleet Morrigan, and it's Irish mythology. And I was like, all right, um, that sounds really cool. High fleet morning, that sounds good. I like that how that rolls. Um then he had a whole uh he even was like, it stands for something like it's like Phantom Queen or something is what it is. It's Irish mythology. I was like, Phantom Queen. That actually works really well. And then the guy sent me this whole thing. He's like, I feel like they're kind of like this. And then he even went above and beyond, which I thought was really cool. And he was like, if you had a genius in our cult, it could be the cult of the Phantom Queen. And as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, that works so well. And also, so, it's it's what all of our partners say when we come back into the hobby shop. They're like, more again. Yeah, more again. More again. More, yeah, more, yeah, basically. More again. You're like, yes, Phantom Queen. <laughs> um, no, I like that. Okay. That's a really good one. So with like the paint scheme as well, with the now that I've added the volop as pink um, in all like the joints and soft seals and all that, even my head, I have it yeah. out there. Like they have been genetically altered by the high fleet, so they hit this planet. And they basically need ones that can fight in the colder climates. So they have like extra blood pumping through all of their joints and stuff like that to keep them moving and agile and fighting. And that's why they have that like brighter pink parts on all the gyps. So there's like parts of it that are starting to play through. Um, and I want to write up a, like a, like have a picture of them and maybe a gallery of my Tyranids, their whole story, and then have them like on the website or something. So that people did want to check them out and become a member of that high fleet, then we can have a like section. Yeah, and sounds good. So I'm super excited for that and like actually have a name. So, you know. People are like, I do those. You do High Fleet Morrigan. Was there any reason why you went for that color scheme originally for your, uh, what's he called? Forge World Big Spidery Dude? Well, I've got six and a half thousand points of those that color scheme painted. Oh, okay. But yeah, I, well, he he that wasn't one random chair and there's hundreds yeah. of them on the shelves over there. He's the one I've seen most of because he yeah. usually lives behind you. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's loads. So um, it's, a, it's a High Fleet. Someone did a color scheme. Um, a friend of mine from the shop did a color scheme that I really liked. And he's a much better painter than I am. And he was like, I did it by doing this. And then I went home and tried it and ended up with the one I did, which didn't look much like the one he did. But I was still <laughs> like, this kind of works. Oh my God. So my friend is doing a secret army. I hate that. Turns out entirely accidentally it's Eldar. So he's, you know, cheese. Secret but, army. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. He, well, you know, he's just not told anyone except me about it yet. Um, and he showed me this really lovely, like it's purple and white, basically, right? Purple robes and white heads really simple and i was like yeah it's gonna look really good and then he sent me a picture of it and it's like it's really fucking good <laughs> like it shouldn't be as good as it is 
but it's really simple and really nice. And I know if I tried to do it, it would ruin my day. Yes, it's not yes. just. Do you remember? I also I don't know about you. I can't stop. Like you know when you you do like robes like a Farsi or whatever. Yeah. I have to add more highlights and I have to like try and do. He just left it. Gorgeous. Can't do it. Yeah. Don't know when enough's enough. All right, guys, thank you so much for sticking around for another episode of the Mediocre Hobbies podcast. Uh, we had a blast. We had some arguments. We had some joys. We had some love and hate and all things in between. Um, this was a real show and tell episode for me, wasn't it? Yeah, you were gone half the time. Your hand would just come in with models all the time and talking about coffee stir cups and you were, you were a madman. Just like man. doing this. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I hope you guys enjoyed it if you did make sure you do the usual things like comment subscribe any requests you want for future episode topics put it in the thing below we will have a look and decide whether it's useful or not but you know you know we didn't talk about actually that I am really keen on right now and maybe we'll know more on Saturday but uh, uh, yeah pick a pick a movement tray any movement tray yeah 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 saturday we shall know more so when we record the next podcast episode which will be probably the monday so we'll be it'll be fresh in our heads so although that's the beat the war gamer episode isn't it that week so never mind well i mean we've already shunted him this week so we better put him out or he'll, we better put him out. he'll get mad at us he's not even mad at us. He's-